Hey, it's Wednesday, September 27th. We are live at day two of a SodaCon. We have some news to talk about before we get into today. Biden visiting a picket line, big tech stifling innovation, and a SodaCon day two wrap up. See, I had my timing right. Okay, just couldn't hear the music. Yeah, I'm back. Bump it. Okay. Bump the, bump the tune. We need it. We need it. People are rolling hard around here. See, there it is. <laughs> they just had that fader down. I know, I know, I know. Look, I'm so excited that we feel this fresh on day two because last year, we were like pushing each other around in a wheelbarrow on day two. <laughs> you are so Straight right. Straight up. I had about 10% voice left. I'm still about... I don't know, 92, 93, so I'm doing I, good. I'm doing great because my voice goes usually before yours. Right. And last year, I was full, <laughs> like, I mean, I'd probably be at 90%, but there was an Eagles game on night one, and I, I walked by, and they scored a touchdown, and I let out a scream, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, there it went. There it goes. Yeah, that's what'll get, it'll get you the sports every time. Man, yesterday was so good. I got the opportunity to host a few panels and podcasts that were just dialed in. I almost, listen to this, Don Williamson from Effective almost made me cry in the middle of a podcast. It's I'm not, not as hard you. as one might think to make <laughs> Kyle cry during a podcast. It was wild, yeah. So that, that was my day experience yesterday. And, um, you know, we got to share more than cars with everybody yesterday afternoon in a really unique way that wasn't like the full long form. We saw all four episodes kind of mashed up that we have recorded. And the feedback from that was just amazing. So, oh, man, I, yeah. I think there are more dealers that wanted to come to their store. Right. Um, and I think if you're listening and you're a dealer and you see this mashup, you're going to want us to come to your store Absolutely. Um, also I, I think you mentioned podcasts we have a live podcast stage at the event where all day we're recording 10 to 12 minute short quick hit podcasts I remember listening to it's called a SodaCon sessions and if you just search it on Apple or Spotify you'll find it a SodaCon one word I think yeah, yeah. SodaCon one word sessions you can check out last year's because they're still great and we're going to be releasing this year's um, that's a way that you can kind of hear a little bit of the side conversation of what was going on at a SodaCon. If you can't be here, couldn't be here. Yep. Um, and we promise we're going to get you 2024 dates really soon. We are. Uh, we're going to yeah. get much earlier this year. But check out those podcasts. I remember those being some of my favorite uh, podcasts or content pieces coming out of last year. Absolutely. Let's get into it. All right. Oh, boy. We got, we, okay. We got to do our normal All right. We day, have to do the know? UAW update. Do we have the track? Tell me we have. That feels so good because it's so appropriate for today. Um, Joe Biden became the first sitting U.S. president in modern history to join a picket line. Whoa. I said, join a picket line. UAW hat and all. He was like, doop, doop, He doop, had bullhorn. He had UAW. He had someone talking in his ear telling him what to say. It was perfect. This wow. event took place outside GM's Willow Run Redistribution Center in Bellevue, Michigan, during the 12th day of the UAW strike. So during his visit, he expressed support for the workers, emphasizing they deserve basically more money. And so here's the quote. There's, there's a couple of great quotes in this. Well, when I say great, I mean uh, kind of significant. He says, and just, just picture your best Joe Biden delivery. Yeah, don't try. Wh whatever just, that's like, I can't yeah, do Joe can't, Biden. Can't I can't do Biden. Um, you deserve what you've earned, and you've earned a hell of a lot more than what you're getting paid now. Dude, that is some direct. What a direct from hit. A I mean, sitting president of the United States. I, I, if I'm Sean Fain, I'm like jumping around like, someone put it on TikTok. Yeah, well, he was know? pretty close. He was pretty close. <laughs> so listen to Sean Fain. This sounds a little bit like a Thanos complex to me, oh personally boy. speaking. 
He said, we have the power, the world is of our making. Wow. Then he went on and said, the economy is of our making. The industry, this industry is of our making. Everybody's listening. When we withhold our labor, we can unmake it. Wow. That's, a, I mean, that's He's a got the full statement. power glove on. He's like, He's like watch me snap watch this fingers. <laughs> it is, it, it's unwild. It, it, it is wild to think like. Check that one more time. Turn it off. Is it still on? Still. There it is. Okay. Uh, it is wild to, like, he does have some of it actually true. Like, if this thing went on 90, 120 days, like a writer's union strike for some crazy, crazy reason, the impact that auto would experience, and this is, we talk about this, one in four people in, in the U.S. is directly impacted in their job by auto in some way. Yep. And so, like, if you've got the major three automakers in the U.S. being impacted by the workers, it's, it's absolutely true. It's a bold statement to say, um, but I think bold is an understatement. Yeah, it's it's an understatement, absolutely. And so, uh, look, fair. It it is true, but I hope that it doesn't like emblazon in, in, in the trail of like we're just going to hold out longer because we've been saying, and there's been multiple economists and people that have come out and said, hey, three to four weeks, the industry can withstand it because of the day supply of these OEMs. But if it goes past that, it'll start to have a real impact. Well, he knows that too. Yeah, exactly. Right. So he's he's going to put. I think he's going to push past that point. Uh, Stellantis uh, said that they have met Biden's call for by giving a record contract and emphasized the need for agreement. Um, that is fair to both workers and the company. Ford indicated it preferred to handle negotiation without external intervention. Whoop. They said, will the real Joe Biden please sit down? Oh, wow. GM reiterated its commitment to reaching an agreement be beneficial for its workers in the company future. So here's another little texture to this. Former President Donald Trump was scheduled to visit Michigan, notably at a non-union automotive supplier, and Fain criticized the choice and mentioned Trump's lack of support for UAW during their 2019 strike. Wow. Of course, uh, we see several workers expressing their gratitude and excitement over Biden's visit. Some emphasize the significance of the auto industry in building the middle class and their desire uh, for fair compensation. Look, we have to fully, 100% unequivocally we, agree we gave that the auto industry builds this middle class. That is true. Like, the fair. auto industry is central to the U.S., its economy, the, 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 the middle class, and we know that that is true in the, the automaker side, the OEM side, and in the retailing side. And so we agree with that. There's some crazy things happening. We bit. gave you the UAW update. If we talk too long, we're going to get in, in trouble. trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, maybe I already have. But I know right now the Asoto team is furiously working on a meme of Sean Fain with a Thanos glove on Ah, I love Rightfully it. Rightfully so. Speaking of a Thanos glove. Segway. Time. Nailed it, Nathan. <laughs> Nailed it, Nathan. Uh, see, it seems like some big tech companies outside of auto are having a part to play in potentially stifling automation, uh, according to a point of view piece from, from Fast Company. Now, uh, there's not a lot of cold hard facts, but I really enjoyed this point of view because we see a lot of similarities in auto, and a lot of times we talk about the difference between big tech, legacy tech, and new innovative uh, tech startups and how um, how there's a dichotomy in the marketplace because of this potential stifling of automation. And uh, the innovation. writer of innovation, yeah. 
the, the writer actually talked uh, and, and gave some specific examples. So uh, he included an example about IBM. Uh, basically, they, they dismiss uh, and discredit proven technologies that don't align with their narrative and capabilities because they have so much lobbying at play, so many marketing dollars at play, and such a stranglehold on the market as far as who's using their technology that they can actually start to sway the way that industries feel about new and innovative technology. That's, I guess that's not surprising. I mean, I think all businesses do this to a point. Right. Right. But the fact that they have so much power and the influences, right? Like if you're selling Serta mattresses, right? Maybe, maybe the other mattress is maybe a little more quality, a little better, but you're like, no, Serta is the answer to a good night's sleep. Yep. Right. But that's a mattress. Big tech has influence over all other industries. And so to see them like being able to put something in a, so it wasn't just IBM, right? Yes. They, yeah. they were like they, Apple. He, he gave specific examples on Apple and Amazon and Google and Microsoft saying, yes, we see the innovation that comes out of those companies, but those companies are still less flexible than new tech startups that have the ability to pivot on a dime, use the newest techs, don't have to replatform. They also, but yep. those new companies too, also survival is at stake because it's if risky. they use something yep. that's not the best, somebody else that's in the race with them is going to use it. Exactly. It's literally a survival it's a, it's the the table stakes. Yeah, and uh, the the other thing that he pointed to was uh, these a lot of these companies actually have a lot of part to play in academia because a lot of their research and their R and D comes from academic projects that they fund, and so academia is also impacted by Ooh. the influence of these large companies. So it's kind of a wild like. I, I, you know, you it think makes about sense. you think about in auto. We just don't look. We look at Amazon and Google and Microsoft as the most innovative tech forward things. Yet, the other industries are looking at those, going, you know, actually, it takes a lot to work with them because of their tech debt, which is something that we deal oh, with in auto. Just we a little bit. certainly deal with that in auto. Well, look, it's good to know that we're just not immune to it. But I think that automotive also has shown itself to be like a new nimble is arising within automotive technology. Yep. And, and that's exciting because we've talked about this before that automotive used to be the leader in tech development. There are a lot of things that automotive did first that now we're behind in. And I think this is the, the, the arrow that we have in place to maybe slingshot a little bit and get back in the front as these guys are trying yep. to protect what they built. Let's go. Let's we, do it. We got an opportunity here in auto. So we got day two coming up. Uh, last night we had a great time uh, the main sessions this morning, we have Jamie Butters, editor of Automotive News. We have Alan Haig on the panel this morning. We also have uh, a couple of real fun ones. we got the wheelhouse with Daniel Govert. We have all things used cars with David Long. Panels of dealers, industry partners. And tonight, we're ramping up to uh, Jesse Cole. Our team picked him up oh, from the airport gonna last night. It's going to be so night. good to have him here. And then we're going to launch straight into a party and, and just throw down with 12 South Band and uh, close out strong. Well, speaking of closing out strong, let's roll the music. We have a big day to get into. We have a lot of people sitting in front of us live eating breakfast and listening. You're listening at home. Follow us on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. Get the behind the scenes of what's going on at SodaCon. We'll see you tomorrow, same time as usual.